up, guys? Evolution at Work podcast. Anyway, Steve C here. Rick is in the house. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, guys? How are everybody doing out there? Yeah, so, guys, we like to do a compound episode. Every other episode, we do a Q&A episode every other episode. So keep following. We'll have more coming your way. Unbelievably, we're almost to number 300, so we're, we're really um, almost there, guys. So this compound that we're going to talk about in this episode is Masteron. Masteron is a trade name for draw alone. It's a popular anabolic steroid among bodybuilders who are looking to get um, hard, looking to get dry, and who especially are into competing, photo shoots, that sort of thing. Um, you know, very, very lean to get the benefits out of it. So you can really pop those muscles and really see those cuts. Um, the cool thing about Masteron, guys, it is a DHT, dihydrotestosterone drug. It has some interesting qualities that makes it very different from other anabolic steroids. Um, for one, absolutely best polisher, guys, out there. Um, number one steroid for people who are going into a competition. If they got to look good, two weeks from now on the dot, they'll still run the crap out of Mastron ahead of their show. So we're going to talk all about it in this episode, guys. First, let's go over to history. We're going to bring in our history guru, Rick, and he's going to go over the history of Mastron. So uh, pretty short history of Mastron. Uh, basically, Mastron was the only steroid that was really used uh, for inoperable breast cancer in women. You know, Mastron uh, showed uh, very early on from from his introduction showed to have anti-estrogen properties. It was used for that purpose. And like many steroids that were used to treat medical conditions, over time it was replaced by better drugs that did a better job at controlling uh, estrogen side effects and didn't have any issues with virilization, you know, with making uh, the girls grow uh, hair and their voice uh, thickens up, thicken up. So it was, uh, it was, it just fell out of use uh, because of it. The company that introduced it, just by the way, is Syntax, which is the same company that introduced Anadrol. Uh, it was about 10 years after Anadrol had already been on the market is when uh, Syntax introduced uh, Masteron. And early on, bodybuilders used it as an anti-estrogen. Uh, back in the 70s, when it first hit the market, Arimidex, Aromacin didn't exist. Uh, Novadex uh, was, was around already, but it wasn't until the late 80s that Dan Duchesne proposed that uh, Novadex could be used to treat gynecomastia or to prevent gynecomastia during cycle. Before that, before Arimidex, before Novadex was used for this purpose, before Aromazin was ever created, it was Mastron is what uh, bodybuilders used as an anti-estrogen during their cycle. They didn't look at the drug much as a, as a muscle builder or an anabolic because they were using other stronger anabolics. They just looked at it as a good anti-estrogen drug to use in case you were prone to estrogen side effects or if you were getting ready uh, close to a show and needed to deal with water retention uh, because pound per dollar, it's not a very um, economic drug. You're not going to gain a lot of pounds off of it for the amount of money you're going to spend on it. So bodybuilders really kind of sort of always used it as an anti-estrogen. Then in the 90s and, and early 2000s, when all the, with the new anti-estrogens 
came into play when Novodex began to be used for this purpose and, and all that. Then Mastodon kind of fell out of favor. Guys stopped kind of using it. And uh, there's been a resurgence in the popularity of Mastron in the last few years. I've noticed people are talking about it more and more and more and talking about the anti-estrogen properties of it. So it's, it's kind of making a comeback, it seems like, in, in popularity. Here's the interesting thing about Mastron, guys. It's a, it was always in the propionate ester. So very, very short ester. But um, a lot of you who have used Masteron have used it actually in the NFA ester. And the reason for that is the underground labs have really done a good job of, of uh, coming up with that longer type of ester of Masteron. So that's kind of cool that you don't have to inject it every day or every other day if you're using that longer ester. But um, originally, guys, the farm-grade Masteron always came in propionate form. You're not going to find you're not going to find it um, in NNA form, but a, a, a farmer-grade um, source. I mean, maybe that changed today. I don't know um, because a lot of sources out there, they'll sell what they say is farm-grade quality or human-grade quality here, but it really isn't. It's actually still underground labs, but it's uh, it might be maybe a higher type of quality, you know? All right, guys, so um, let's talk about how it works. Masteron is a DHT compound. So it's going to inhibit estrogens to a certain extent as Rick got into. Um, it's almost a pure DHT, guys, almost pure dihydrotestosterone. The only difference is the addition of a carbon two position methyl group. So it makes this compound more effective and resistant to breakdown in the body. And it also is a little more anabolic than straight DHT. So those are the, the little things that make it a little different. Since it is a DHT derivative, it's not going to aromatize in the body. There's going to be zero conversion to estrogen. And as we both alluded to, it's going to even help inhibit estrogen to a certain extent. That's why in the old days, Masteron was considered a forgotten steroid in modern times. But guys in the older days, maybe 70s, 80s, early 90s, before aromatized inhibitors became widely used or even you know, invented, they actually use Masteron in their cycle, a little bit of Masteron. That little bit of Masteron would make a huge difference um, when, it came, when it came to that. So that was really their, their best option in those days if they wanted to run something like Dianabol or testosterone that did aromatize. One of the other great things structurally that Masteron does really well is it binds a sex hormone binding globulin, SHBG. So the other steroids that you're going to run with it and Rick is going to get into dosages and get into stacks. But the thing is, one of the beauty things about Masterin is when you stack it with other steroids, it makes those other steroids more effective because of that binding. So it's going to actually raise your androgens, your body, your free testosterone ratio and, and make the entire cycle run so much better. So Rick's going to kind of get into some of the dosages that he he's uh, trained guys with and get into um, how long to run it and talk about Rick, um, you know, what you've experienced with it and what dosages you've run it. So Masteron, you can actually uh, run it pretty aggressively if you're using a lot of testosterone because it also is a steroid. Well, besides the fact that it helps with uh, estrogen side effects, it is a steroid. It will add uh, something to your 
to your mix there. So you can run as much as 100 mg every other day, run 150, 200 every third day. Um, I've worked with guys running as much as uh, 600 mg of master on a week, and it works. It keeps you nice and hard, nice and lean. Even if you're taking uh, Mastron and Dianabol, the Mastron will definitely help you uh, not get too much bloat from that Dianabol. It is, on its own, is not going to be a great muscle builder. You're not going to find a lot of guys wanting to run Mastron-only cycles. But combined with other steroids, it does add to the anabolic effect and it does lower estrogen side effects. It's coming back into style now. Some guys are now using Mastron instead of just stacking on pounding the anti-estrogens, the aromacin and the arimastane and, and all this stuff. Um, they're actually using mat more Mastron now and it's, it's coming back. It's, I've seen it in a lot of lists and I've seen a lot more guys talking about it. I've ran it a couple of times. I did, when I first started using steroids, Mastron had fallen out of favor already because Arimidex was just, was almost was just out and uh, guys were already using Clomid and Novadex. So it was beginning to lose some of its spark. And then uh, around 2008, 9, 10, uh, it started to come back big time. Um, and I used some British Dragon Master on uh, around that area, that, that era. And uh, I liked it. It definitely lowered uh, estrogen. I used it along with some pro-hormone cycles that were uh, still legal at the time. And it definitely, in my opinion, did the job for uh, estrogen control. And again, you can keep it as little as two to 300 milligrams a week or run it as aggressively as five to 600 mix per week. It shouldn't affect your liver too much. All steroids hurt your liver to a degree. The orals hurt it way worse than the injectables. But Masteron on its own is really not that bad for your liver. And uh, you, can, you can get up as high as 600 uh, before your joints begin to uh, hurt a little bit. Not as bad as Winstrol. Winstrol make your joints hurt pretty, uh, pretty early on, even at lower dosages. But uh, Masteron, you can get up to about 600 megs a week uh, if, and before your joints really begin to, to hurt. I've run Masteron between four and 600 milligrams along with a stack. And to, to, to be honest with you, for me, it was a waste. Just because my goals aren't competing, my goals aren't to take photo shoots, my goals aren't to jack off to myself in the mirror while I'm working out. But if those are your goals and you're really, really lean, Masteron is a great, great option. And in fact, if you're competing, I would say Masteron is one of the most important steroids that you're going you're gonna to use and that your coach is going to want to put you on. So those situations, it's, it's really, really good. But I mean, otherwise, I, I just don't see it being uh, a great steroid if you're just a, you know, a gym rat, if you're into powerlifting, if, if you're just an athlete and you, you want to do stuff. One of, the, one of the interesting things, though, too, I want to bring in Rick on this, a lot of boxers, a lot of MMA fighters have been busted for using Masteron, uh, specifically Anderson Silva and Mike Richmond. I don't know if, uh, Rick, you know about those guys or their stories. And my theory behind this, and I want to get your opinion on this, Rick, but my theory, the reason they're using Masteron is because they're, they're trying to get into a weight class. So the Masteron helps them give them, um, you know, helps, helps them get some PED in their system without 
increasing their weight class. And in some cases they can actually drop their weight class when you're using Masteron. So I'm curious to hear, um, do you remember those stories? I don't follow those uh, MMA or boxing very often. And, and what's your opinion on why they're doing it? Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. It's actually a very, very good option for a weight class athlete and especially MMA. It won't uh, hurt your joints early on the way Winstrel will. It won't put on any, uh, any mass the way a Primo Volan or, or even taking Trambolone might. So it's not going to put mass on. It will lower estrogen, which means you're going to get rid of some water weight, which is always a good thing when you're trying to make weight. And it's not going to put on mass. And it's still anabolic, so you, your muscles are going to feel stronger. You are going to feel something from it. So you guys understand when you are a top-level athlete, where you're up to that, that degree, in training, in competition, you're pushing your body to the limit, to the brink. You're pushing your heart rate, your muscles to about as far as they can go. A, a fighter, in, just in, in training, trying to hold on to a submission when the guy is not fully locked in and he's holding on, is at these moments, you know, where you push your body to the limit, where you really notice what just a little bit, like a little 100 megs, 200 megs of a steroid can do for you a week. Because this guy is going in the gym training, pushing his body, his lactic acid production, just, just his threshold. He's pushing it to the limit every day. Now he adds, you know, a couple hundred megs of master on a week. All of a sudden, when he comes in, he knows, he can tell he's got some more left. He's got just a little bit more in the tank. And sometimes that makes all the difference. If you can just try to hold on to that submission attempt just a few more seconds longer than the guy can resist it, and you're locked in and you won, and you're next in line for title, you know, you, you get up to that level. So Masteron, while the regular gym rat, the regular guy just going to the gym to look good, might waste some of his money on it, especially since once you get off of it, the estrogen kind of normalizes again and you hold on to your regular water weight again might be a waste but the, these top level guys um just a couple hundred megs a week can make a huge huge difference when it comes to to just uh, you know putting that putting the, that kill switch and, and just putting that off button just setting it further apart they can just push longer a few more seconds here a few more seconds there a little bit you know a couple more pounds behind their their punches that makes a huge difference. So, yeah, Masteron is actually a pretty darn good steroid for, for any, uh, any fighter. Also, you're not going to have uh, a problems with pumps, shin splints, back pumps on it. Not early on, not, not at a couple hundred makes a week, um, not at 300 makes a week usually. So, it, it, you know, it's why it's been preferred. Now, because these guys understand Masteron, but they don't understand Esther chains, especially some of these coaches in fighting, they're probably doing their calculations thinking about the old Mastron, the propionate Esther, which was out of your system a lot faster. But no, they're getting, you know, underground Mastron in, in 2015, 20, circa 22,000. Well, you're going to get that longer Esther, which is going to linger a lot longer and is going to be detectable a lot longer. And uh, I think that's why you see some guys getting popped for it uh, when they think they're, they should be safe. Yeah, so the Half-Life guys, as Rick mentioned, the Propionate, the Half-Life is going to be at three days. The NFA is going to be about 10 days. 
And the detection time of the propionate is a lot shorter. It's under a month. And then on the NFA, it's going to be a few months. But with the new doping testing that they're doing, you get popped a lot more easier now. So um, you might be in trouble even if you exceed those detection times. Side effects, guys. Uh, as Rick said, there's not much to talk to. Maybe, maybe the DHT side effects. Maybe a little joint dryness. You can run into joint RX, solve that. Might get a little head hair loss. You run into shampoo, solves that. Not that much for a DHC derivative. It's for some reason, just because it's so mild, it really doesn't attack those issues like some of the other DHC derivatives like Winstrol would. But if you're stacking it with stuff, if you start stacking it, the more and more stuff you stack it with, then those are when the side effects really start to become noticeable. So it kind of piggybacks off those other steroids. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, guys, Mastron, stack it. It's got to be using a stack. Using it by itself is not going to do anything because you're just going to get a little hard, get some hardening. And when you stop taking it, the hardening is just going to go away. So I really don't see the point of using Mastron by itself in 99.99% of situations. So definitely use it in a stack, guys. It stacks well with pretty much everything. One of my favorite stacks with Mastron is with Trend. And... Um, you know, that kind of goes, uh, it's like peanut butter and jelly together. They, they, they complement each other really, really well. And Mastron won't, it won't really increase those side effects that happen on trend. Um, and it'll kind of harden you up. It's really, really good if you want to, if you're low body fat, like eight, 9% body fat, if you run trend with Mastron, you're going to, you're going to look amazing on that stack. I mean, that's, that is the monster stack for being ripped. You know, if you want to get ripped in the gym. So that would be my recommendation in that situation. If you're a competitor, you want to definitely talk to your coach. And if he suggests running Masterin, you're probably going to end up running quite a bit, four or five, 600 milligrams ahead of your show. But you want to start using it ahead of your show. You don't want to start using it just like a week or two before because it will, you know, it's, you want to give it time to kind of peak in your system. So Rick, um, you want to close up, talk about female use and talk about is Masterin an expensive steroid compared to the other ones? I was just about to say, uh, main side effect you're going to get from Astron is your wallet's going to be uh, pretty, uh, pretty empty and uh, you're not going to gain much pounds from it. You're going to look great while you're on it, but once you come off of it long enough, you, you'll go back to, to looking like you look not on Mastron. It is a great steroid for competition. It gets the water out of the right places. It kind of gets in there and, and gets those little bit of fats in between the muscle fibers. I mean, it makes you look ripped and hard while you're on it once you come off of it you're not you're not going to keep any of that progress the way you might hold on to some pounds say after a, a cycle of you know testosterone and deca or whatever uh, you might hold on to some pounds afterwards um mastron you're not really building mastron pounds when you're on it and the effects uh are really just aesthetics how you look which go away after you come off. So that's about it. As far as uh, how it treats your body, it's pretty decent on your, on your body. It's not, not bad at all. When it comes to female use, Masteron clinically, you know, medically was prescribed to females that had basically inoperable breast cancer. So the drug was, was prescribed to women. Of course, other drugs like Tamoxifen, Femara, they have, uh, they, they work better 
for 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 that <clears throat> they work better for that use and don't have the side effects that Mastron has. But even then, compared to other steroids, compared to say shooting Primo Bowling or even doing Winstrol, high amounts of Winstrol, Mastron is pretty mild for women. Ladies, if you're going to try messing with Mastron, if you can get the propionate ester, I advise that because if you if it starts to do something you don't like it to do, you can stop shooting it and it's out of your system pretty quickly. If you get the natate ester um, and starts doing something you don't like it to do, you're in for, for a ride for a couple of weeks on, on it uh, from the time you finish your last shot. So propionate ester and just really low. You got to gauge, you got to gauge your tolerance to it. Um, maybe a little bit of voice uh, thickening and uh, a little bit of hair loss. Maybe what women might experience on Mastron. I don't, haven't heard much about it making it grow hair on women, but the voice thickening, yes, and and the hair issue once you go back, once you go above a certain dose, which tends to vary from, from girl to girl how much you can actually tolerate. But again, I think all women need is Anavar, maybe a little bit of Winstrol. That's, I'll keep saying that over and over again. Uh, Masteron could be okay, but if you're, I don't know, I just, um, I just like Anabar uh, better for, for the girls than, than Wistrel. And look, it is an oral Anabar, and after about four to six weeks, you'd ideally want to come off of it. Um, if, you, you, if you're using the really low female doses, uh, you could definitely stay on it a lot longer than the men that are using, you know, 50, 60 megs of Anabar. But I like it still better than, than Mastron for women. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it'll work for, for females. It, it it definitely is effective. All right, guys. So, look, I think we covered everything in this show, guys. It's a great show. Uh, Master on, guys. Uh, give it a shot. If you got low body fat, see see what it does for you. You might you might love it. Uh, I can say my massage therapist, when I was on it, she said she had never massaged someone with harder muscles before. So that is one of the things it does, gives you hard muscles. All right, guys. Appreciate you listening. Steve Smee here and Rick. Evolution.org. Hit me up on the forum, Steve SMI. Have a good one, guys. Have a good one, Rick. Hey, have a good one, Steve. Have a good one, guys. Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program.